Well, it's been a long two weeks, and as they say, distance makes the heart grow fonder. This is Rabbi Shlomo Kohn with the Practical Parsha podcast. I hope everyone is well. I definitely have been thinking about everybody during these last two weeks. I've been on a little bit of a vacation, but now I'm back, and I'm ready to share some more ideas with everybody that I hope we could all gain from together. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at Rabbi Shlomo Kohn with a K at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. This week's Parsha is Parshas Re'eh. And as we mentioned in the previous podcast, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, is, is giving a speech and instructions to the Jewish people on how they should conduct themselves when they're about to enter the land of Israel, things that they should watch out for, what they should not do, how they should learn from their past. And in this week's Parsha of Re'eh, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses continues his speech to the Jewish people, turning from more of a stronger tone to addressing the Jewish people with the importance of the responsibility that they have. The Parsha includes the mitzvos about the land of Israel, such as tithes, different offerings, the halachos, the laws of different altars, as well as the laws of shechit, of ritual slaughter. The Torah also speaks about the false prophet, how we should deal with him, the wayward city of idol worship, the punishment for someone who leads someone else astray. Finally, the Torah finishes off this week with the different laws of charity, the obligation we have to redeem a Jewish bondsman, and the obligation of the three pilgrimages of Sukkot, Pesach, and Shavuos, as well as the obligation to come to Jerusalem on those festivals. I wanted to share today three different ideas which I think we can all learn from. The first words of the Parsha, the first Pasuk of the Parsha, starts off as follows. Moshe Rabbeinu, starting off his speech to the Jewish people, see, I present before you today a blessing and a curse. And if you continue reading the, the psukim, the verses, Moshe is telling the Jewish people about the blessings and the curses that will be read to the Jewish people when they enter the land of Israel. And in a few weeks, in Kisavo, the actual blessings and actual curses will be read out. And when the Jewish people enter the land of Israel, half of the nation would be placed on one side on Har Grizim and the other, other half of the nation will be sitting on Har Avel and they would listen to the different blessings and curses that if, the, that if we follow these commandments, if we follow the Torah, we do what's right, then we'll be blessed and, and the nation would have to answer Amen. They would have to say Amen. And, if, and alternatively, if we don't listen to the Torah, then all the bad things that are enumerated in, the, in Parshas Kisavo will happen to the Jewish people, and the Jewish people had to answer Amin. And Moshe Rabbeinu is now just giving the Jewish people a briefing, a heads up, as to what will happen when they enter the land of Israel, that they'll have to go through this ritual of the blessings and curses on Mount Grizim and Mount Avel. And he's telling them, it's really starting from today, that even though this, this process, this ritual of the blessings and curses are happening when you cross the Jordan, but... It's starting from this point in time. It's very interesting because Moshe Rabbeinu was telling the Jewish people 
that the path of good and bad are set before you. That we have a choice to follow Hashem or to not follow Hashem. That the Jewish people have a choice to follow God or to not follow God. We have free will. We have free will to choose. And it's known that the Talmud says, Everything is in the hands of heaven except for fear of heaven. It means that us as human beings have a choice to do good or bad. Other things are set for us. How much money we have in our bank account. How smart we are. How, how we look. How strong we are. But the one thing that, that's in our hands is our choice, is our free will to decide what our destiny will be when it comes to our spiritual lives. Will we listen to the Torah? Will we not? Will we have fear of God or will we not? And it's, the commentaries explain that in this verse, it's very interesting that Moshe addresses the people in the singular. It says, Setting before you today a blessing and a curse. In the singular, in the personal, that Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking to each and every Jew, each and every one of us, and telling us that there's Hashem has given us, has placed before us a path of good, and we can decide to pursue that or not. It's up to us. And I think the important point for us to take out of this, of this verse of this speech that Moshe Rabbeinu is giving to the Jewish people is that we all have a choice. You know, we, each and every one of us, have different situations that we're dealing with. Maybe it's a challenging one. Maybe it's something hard. But we never have the ability to play the victim. Specifically when it comes to our spiritual lives. You know, maybe... We have circumstances in life. But in the end of the day, we have a choice that we, each and every one of us can make. Do we want to do good or do we not want to do good? Do we want to follow in the path of the Torah or do we not? And I feel like this is something which we need to keep in the forefront of our minds because it's very easy for a person to rationalize and to play victim on themselves. To say, you know, okay, I, I grew up this way, so therefore... It's okay if I act in this way. No. The Torah tells us Hashem has given all of us the ability to choose our own destiny, to get to great levels or not. It's incumbent upon us to realize this because the moment we realize that we have the ability to achieve great heights, to get to great places, to achieve great things, so then it, we, we realize the responsibility that we all have and it hopefully will push us, any thinking person, when, when we get to this realization that we can't be victims. You know, sure, we might have a hard situation. We might have a, a hard past, a challenging past. But we have to know that we can get past that and we can make decisions to help ourselves go in the right way and to become the great people we're supposed to become. Now, one thing I do want to mention here is that we do have this choice of doing good or bad. But we don't have to think of it that we have to become overnight into an angel. It's something which is a process. It's step by step. So even though 
I'm telling everybody today, even though I'm telling you today that you can't be a victim, you have to, you have the free will to be the great person you're supposed to be. At the same time, we can't get overwhelmed with this thoughts of, okay, if, if it's all in my hands, I, I have to just all or nothing. I better just do everything right now to be the best person I can. It doesn't work like that. A person grows through steps. And if we put ourselves on the right path of doing the right things and making the right decisions and we're fighting the good fight, we take small steps to become better. So that is how we're using our free will in the correct way. God doesn't expect us to change overnight, but what he does expect of us is that we should, like I mentioned before, fight the good fight, to, to constantly be pushing to, to, to see how much we can grow. He wants us to take those steps, even if it's a small step, that's something really, really big, and we have to keep that in mind, so that although we have the free will to be good or to be bad, it's not something we have to expect of ourselves to overnight change into this angelic being. It's something which is a life process. But we need to remember that as long as we are living, we have to take those steps and to keep pushing in the right direction so we can get to those great spiritual heights. Another thought which I wanted to bring out from this pasuk, from this verse, is that the, the Torah says a wording which is very interesting. It says, I'm placing before you Blessing and a curse, good or bad. There's an important concept here, which I think is very worthwhile to bring out, is that when it comes to our spiritual lives, to our Judaism, there's no plateauing. A plateau is when you climb up a mountain, then there's a flat area. It's totally flat. But when it comes to spirituality and Judaism, in the Torah, there's no plateau. What does that mean? It means that we're either going up or we're going down. It means that the decisions we're making are either good for us or not good for us. There's no middle ground. Either something is a blessing for us or it is a curse for us. Granted, there are things that seem in the gray zone, but we have to, that, that theoretically could be right for one person and incorrect for another person. But each and every person themselves has to look at their situations and make the best decision. Is this going to help me spiritually or is this going to hurt me spiritually? Is, is this act going to help me get closer to God or take me further away from God? And the example that I always like to bring out to help us understand this is that if you look at an EKG, an EKG is, the, is what we use to look at the heart rhythm. And if you look at it, it goes up and down, up and down. And some of the peaks are higher and some of the, the, the downs are lower. Now, when an EKG goes flat, what is that? What happens? It means that a person is no longer with us. Their heart has stopped. They have died. And as long as we are living, we have to be like that EKG. We, we're going to be like that EKG because we're going to be going up, we're going down. We're going up and going down because there's no flat. Flat is dead. And the point is, is like I mentioned before, we always have to be keep fighting to keep going up. You keep that EKG going up. We might have our downs, but we want to keep the ups and the downs. Keep the, the downs minimal and keep the ups as high as we can get it to go. And this is a very important thing to remember. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Jewish people. That 
we're about we're talking about the blessings of the Torah of what comes out if we do what's good and if God forbid we don't do what's correct then not such good things will happen there's no middle ground either what we're doing is correct or what we're doing is not correct and we have to remember this and and one other point to bring out is that you you might ask yourselves if if everything you know if there's no middle ground there's only good or bad so that means that either you're living a meaningful life you have a purpose you have a mission or you don't so the question could be asked is why is there so many people out there that seem to just be living meaningless lives you ask them where they're going what their goals are what their aspirations are they don't have good answers maybe people say they want to make money they want to go on vacation but if you ask for something more substantial there's no good answer there and the answer to this is that many times people are sleepwalking. That they're just going through the motions of life without really thinking about what they're experiencing, without really thinking where they're going, without you know, contemplating their goals, their aspirations, their vision, what's the meaning of life. And this is actually something which the Mesil Shisharim, Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato brings down, that the evil inclination his goal is to get us to not think about our life, about what we're doing in life, what we're accomplishing, what we're not accomplishing. Because the moment we think about it, we're going to be we're going to be encouraged, we're going to try to, you know, there's automatic inclination to be better and to improve ourselves. So therefore, he tries to make us busy with a phone, with entertainment, with whatever it is. You know, we all know what distracts us. He doesn't want us to think about where we're going, what we're doing. And this is a, a, an important um, idea and lesson to remember, that there's good and bad. Everything is either good or bad. Obviously, we have to use our judgment, and each one of us in our own situations, we know what you know, certain things in that gray zone, if it's correct for us or not. We use our judgment. We hopefully have people to speak to to give us that guidance. But we have to remember, ultimately, that when it comes to our mission in life, we have to remember this important concept and that when we live with the ideals of the Torah, with mitzvos, we're giving our life meaning. And if we don't have that, so then there's no middle ground. Then we have no meaning at all. We're sleepwalking. We're not thinking about what we're doing. And it's just an important, um, very important lesson to really internalize and keep in the forefront of our mind when it comes to our decisions to things that the things we do that there's only it's it's like ekg it's either good or bad either going up or down there's no plateauing a third thought which i wanted to share with everyone today is this idea that is talked about in the torah is the mesis umediach a person who tries to get someone else to sin and in the parsha we enumerate we talk we talk about how if someone tries to get another Jew to sin, specifically to do idol worship, to commit idolatry, we, are, we do not have any mercy on him. He gets the death penalty, and we have to get rid of him from the congregation. Now, the question could be asked. It's brought down that the way that we catch this type of person, a person who's looking to get others to go astray, is by doing a sting. By doing a sting operation, we, we get someone to ask him, you know, to, to sort of set him up to see if he was really trying to get someone to commit idol worship. 
and he doesn't need a warning. And this is very interesting because normally in the Torah, in order for someone to be liable for the death penalty, a very rigorous process must be followed. Must be two witnesses. There must be there must be a warning. You know, it's only if he actually gets him to do a sin. Over here, he's punished for this for just attempting for someone to sin. Even if he didn't convince the guy to commit idolatry, he's still going to be um, put to death. And the answer to this is that since this person was so callous and so cruel that he wanted to take away another's eternal life, olam haba, their world to come, which is eternity, so then we cannot have compassion on him for someone who didn't have compassion on others in that way. And the lesson which I wanted to focus on today is that Rabbi Yeruchim Levavitz teaches that many times when we try to get others to do something good, we have good intentions to help other people, and we get shot down. We're not successful to help someone do a mitzvah or just to do a favor. You know, you, you want to be helpful to an And sometimes it really stings when you get turned away. You know, people get upset at you. And obviously I'm saying you do it in, in the proper way. But even so, when you do it in the proper way, many times you get pushed away. And when you want to, and specifically if you try to get someone to do a mitzvah, to encourage them. Obviously, you know, you can't force anyone to do anything, but try to encourage someone to do something good. It's very disheartening when you're not successful. You're trying to do what's right, but yet you're, you don't see any of the fruits of your work. You don't see that it's having any impact. And Rabbi Yerucham Lovavitz explains that from this idea of from this concept of a person who tries to get someone to commit idolatry, the punishment is so severe. And we know that the, the measure of good is many times more than the measure of bad. So if somebody tries to get someone to do a sin, to do another sin, and even if he's not successful, he gets punished. So all the more so, if we try to help another in some other way, to do a chesed, to do a kindness for one another, or to help someone do a mitzvah, and we're not successful, how much reward, how proud of us is God? And this is something we need to keep in mind because ultimately... We have to do our part, and Hashem will do His part. So if we really want to try to help someone to do something good, to do a chesed, to do a kindness, we should go for it. And the results, even if we don't seem to be successful, we should know that we will get a reward, and Hashem is very proud of us. That's going to finish for today's Practical Parsha podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at rabbishlomokon with a K at gmail.com. Have a great day.